Hey there, my name is Cara McClintock and I am the host of the Building a Better Body podcast. I am a certified health coach, a podcaster and the platform for others to share their story. My aim is to get as many experts on the show as possible, be that experts in health, experts in fitness, experts in mind, body and soul, all the good things that make up that better body. I hope you enjoy the show. Season four is brought to you by the sponsor Hunter and Gather. These guys, you know I love them, but I am bringing you an even better offer this season with 20% discount code across all their product range. Personally, I'd like to recommend the MCT oil because it's a brand new product, very exciting, and you can use it to make some amazing bulletproof coffees in order to kickstart your day in fat burning mode. So if you want to take advantage of their amazing offer, use the discount code KAREN20OFF at checkout over on their site only this time, Hunter and gatherfood.com and if you look at my show notes there'll be t's and c's for you there too hey there you yes you listening right now welcome to episode number 74 of the bbb podcast i hope you're well and ready for another enlightening guest to feast your ears upon i have a return visitor for you today do you remember trina ashton from paleotricious well, she's rebranded and is back as Trina Tricious, and she has also trained as a yoga teacher. She's back to chat with us about empowerment. Trina has such a lovely energy and I'm sure you will hear that in her words. Trina has become a great friend of mine and I'm so glad to have met her and today I'm so glad to share her words with you. So enjoy. Today I'm talking to Trina Ashton. You may remember her from before. She was on episode number 52, which was way back in March. I cannot believe that was that long ago. We had a, a really mixed bag of information. We talked nutrition, movement, spirit, well-being, just a real flowing sort of conversation. So I thought I'd get Trina back on the show again as she is such a fabulous energy and we really want to hone in on a certain topic today and that is empowerment. Empowerment, but if you're from Northern Ireland, you say empowerment. <laughs> Before we get started, let me introduce Trina back on the show again. Hey, Trina. Hi. Hey. Hi, vibes. Hi, vibes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for uh, coming on again today. I know you have a very busy day planned, but we're going to have so much fun, I think. Yes, always. Always. Thank you for me. You're very welcome. Now, since we last talked, you're, you've changed your brand name, haven't you? From Paleotricious to Trinatricious? Yeah, I think we were just in discussion about it at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wanted to bring more of me into what I'm doing and not kind of restrict it by the term paleo, which a lot of people don't even know. Exactly. Um, even strictly paleo anyway, I just some more kind of grain-free and real food. And yeah. It's funny how a name seems absolutely perfect at one point and then yeah. fast forward a bit and it doesn't work anymore. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So who knows what it'll become. <laughs> <laughs> it'll do for... I don't think your name's going to change, is it? Hopefully not. Yeah. Yeah. People do call me funny things, but yeah. <laughs> I spelled it phonetically, so people actually know how to say this crazy name. Exactly, so T-R-E-E-N-A-T-R-I-C-I-O-U-S. Yeah. But for everybody listening, your name is spelled T-R-I-O-N-N-A. Yeah. I Very fancy. um in other exciting news you've become a yoga instructor would you like to tell us about that journey very very exciting i loved i've heard this story and i i love how passionate you talk about what you did and how you developed oh okay um well i have been doing yoga for at least 15 years um and i started doing it because i as a student at uni um suffered really bad back 
Um, and when I started doing yoga, it just started to really change that and shift that for me. And, and it helped me more than um, an outsider could help me by being able to do it myself. So I've always loved yoga. But I was turning 40 in the summer and I really wanted to go away somewhere. Um, so I really wanted to be in France for my 40th, but I wanted to do something that was important for me uh, rather than just getting drunk and whatever, doing the normal. Um, I just really wanted to do something um, wholesome and worthwhile. So um, I decided to go over to Carcassonne. I was like, well, maybe I could do something, not just a retreat, but actually learn and continue to be of service to my clients, which is you know, what I love to do. Um, so I happened, of course, to find the perfect retreat in the perfect place around Carcassonne uh, for the perfect amount of days. Everything was just synchronistically perfect. And I was so excited about going. And when I went, it was just a life-changing experience. So not only did I just have an awesome birthday in a fabulous retreat, but I learned so much. And I had kind of big, if you're into this, kind of karmic um, healing for myself as well. And so I really learned a lot. And I became part of a lovely family of women. Um, and so I didn't just become a yoga teacher. I grew financially yet again and can now bring that into my business as um, another service for my clients. So I've already been doing that with one-on-one clients that are coming for coaching, and then we've added in the yoga to help them get a nice movement. Um, And I've started teaching as well, and so I can incorporate the health coaching into the yoga teaching. So it all works beautifully. Brilliant. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, It is all, it's very much you, the whole mind, body, and soul. It's not just one element one pillar if you like exactly and I like the way you said that um you know you wanted to learn something because very often we go on a retreat and it's great and you loved it and you're all excited and you're telling everybody about it and then it just fades and then you're back into the way of normal life and you're not doing anything different but you've come away with something that you're going to use in your business today exactly and in my life I mean yoga literally is life you know it's like at least six thousand years old you know so um there's like there's literature written for every way of life how to eat how to breathe as in what's going to be the best not a rule book per se yeah Um, but since coming home you know i've adopted various practices that are yogic um but they're not just doing yoga you know Mm. so i get up quite early now in the morning and i really enjoy the sunset or sunrise and Mm -hmm. Um, doing different practices and just even seeing my day differently and seeing my actions throughout the day differently yeah that's I think a lot of people might think that yoga you know you have to be this bendy pretzel <laughs> no and I'm not I'm certainly flexible but I'm not not a pretzel by any shape or form because it's an individual practice mm-hmm. and we're different on different days as well you know but just because you can stretch your leg over your head doesn't make you a yogi either it doesn't mean that you're living a yogic life just because you're stretchy you might be crazy in your head or whatever you know it's all about that balance yeah I mean it is a great practice that you can do anywhere I use an app just if it's first thing in the morning just to do a bit of a stretch if I've done some weights it's a perfect thing I want to do maybe once a week at least Um, yeah and you can do it anywhere but going to a teacher does help a lot more it's like an accountability partner you know you have to go and you have to turn up and, and you get better at it exactly exactly and uh, depending on your teacher you always find the right teacher for you mm. you know and then I remember the first time I did vinyasa flow yoga which is like moving sequences with the breath it's kind of meditative but it's not just holding a pose forever which I find mental torture <laughs> 
yes. really kind of moving and flowing. And the first time I did that, I cried. Wow. And then I just thought it was so beautiful. And I'd finally found the right teacher and the right method of yoga for me. Mm-hmm. You know, so I teach quite a bit of that. So, uh, yeah, when you find the right teacher, everything clicks into place. That's so important, actually, breath. Because in any sort of exercise, you almost forget to breathe. And you're like... <laughs> for the whole whatever duration of what the movement or whatever you forget to breathe but if you breathe through it it becomes an easier movement in my experience anyway yeah totally and that's very um, important in yoga you know you can literally breathe into wherever you have the tension and as you exhale you soften and we always get further and deeper into your stretch by focusing on the breath instead of going, I can't do this, this hurts so bad, oh my goodness. Yeah, exactly. You Sounds know? so simple, but difficult to even just remember it sometimes, I guess. <laughs> so yoga can be a very empowering exercise. So that leads us nicely into the topic today. Um, I think the word's thrown about quite a bit these days and, and you kind of wonder, what does it actually mean? And if you look up the, the dictionary definition, it says the process of becoming stronger and more confident, especially in controlling one's life and claiming one's rights, the power given to someone to do something. What does the word empowerment mean to you? Or is that like a massive question? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, it's quite big. And I think empowerment has different meanings in different contexts. You know, you can have like a a social empowerment, you know, of people, um, of communities and the business place. You know, I know Forbes talks about it as having autonomy to make decisions, you know, for employees, for example. Yeah. But for me, empowerment on a personal level is taking back my power. Mm-hmm. Throughout our lives, we give our power away to different people, you know, for, for whatever reason, but because we don't trust ourselves, we don't love ourselves and we don't listen to ourselves. So we don't have that deep inner relationship with the self. Mm. And so we allow someone's manipulation perhaps to affect our judgment. We allow love to affect our judgment. We allow family members, partners, um, people that we work with, anybody. It could be a flippant comment from someone and that will change how we think the decision that we have made already. Because we don't trust ourselves to know that that decision that we choose is the right decision for us. So we quite often give our power away and then we feel diminished and and weak within ourselves. So empowerment is really starting to take back your power, really to, and that, that sounds even cliche in itself, to take back your power, but... That really, for me, that means tuning into yourself, listening to yourself, getting to know yourself. Who am I? What do I want? Mm. What, what is going to serve me regardless of others? And, and people, especially women, I find, feel like this is a selfish mm-hmm. request. You know, that if I'm putting myself first and thinking what will serve me best, that's really selfish. I shouldn't do that. I should put everyone else above me. Yeah. So we have no power when we do that. We are totally powerless. Yeah. So being empowered is realizing what will serve me. And when I look after myself and care for myself and love myself, I become very powerful mm-hmm. and I become more capable to have a happier, healthier life for me. But then that has a ripple effect out into everyone else. So I'm going to make everyone else's life easier by me taking care of myself and being strong in myself. That's going to help others. 
fabulous. You, you talk about you know women always putting themselves last, um, but I think if you, if you turn up, if you can concentrate on turning up as your best self, putting a bit of effort into self care, then you inadvertently help others because you're that ray of light and you yeah. inspire. You set the example for them to do the same without hopefully too much effort because it just yeah. happens naturally. Exactly. And then I've been looking at a lot of stuff uh, in neuroscience and how the brain works and all the old stories from the past that keep resurfacing. And you can't even almost control it because 90% of the brain reacts in a subconscious way, all automated. Your brain loves that automated brushing your teeth, doing all the things automatically. The stories that you tell yourself um, that have come from other people can affect how you turn up today. And it's about taking that time to go, hold on, is this true right now? What I'm thinking, is it actually true of me? And if you break it down, it's probably not true, if that makes sense. Yeah, I've actually just written an unpublished as yet blog that will be published in a few days. about this idea of our health being not just um, the nutrition and the movement, but actually the emotional. And if we don't look at our emotional underlying kind of language to ourself, then we can't start to heal and grow. So when we're talking about this empowerment, we may decide, for example, I'd really like to sing. I would love to sing. Oh. But then we get that sick feeling in our tummy because someone once told us many years ago when we were a child that we couldn't sing and we were terrible and whatever. And that that happened because that person was in bad form that day and they took it out on us and we didn't Mm realise. So we have now a belief that we're a really bad singer. So we can't sing. So we have lost our power in that moment because, and that might all happen subconsciously. We don't even realise. We just think, oh, I'd love to sing. And then immediately that's shut down with Mm -hmm. that feeling. And we don't realise that it's going back to that five-year-old little person that wanted to sing and was told to shut up. Mm-hmm. So until we actually connect to ourselves and really listen, okay, why am I feeling like I can't do this for myself? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And shifting our beliefs, we have to actually really look at it. And when we do, that's where we regain our power. When we realise that someone else took that power from us and we allowed them to. Mm-hmm. Then whenever we realise that and connect with that, we can change that. Yeah, no, it's but you make it sound simple, but it is creating. <laughs> but it's not. I know it's not. <laughs> yeah, but this it's is where all it. the the meditation and the mindfulness comes in. I always talk about it, but it teaches you to slow down, and then yeah. when a thought comes up, you decide what actual meaning you want to assign to it. Do you know? Exactly. So if somebody's saying to you, "Do you know what? Why are you doing that? You're not good enough." And it's like, "Well, is that true?" You know. How do you yeah. know it's coming from their negativity, not your point of view? So yeah. small small steps forward can, can build momentum and, and you can achieve amazing things if you really want to. Exactly. Well, do you know, I was scared of spiders all my life. So yeah. I gave my car away to spiders. I believed I was scared of spiders and they're kind of creepy. And I genuinely was terrified. Mm-hmm. Um, and... I never looked at that. I never thought, I wonder why I'm scared of spiders. I just thought, oh, they're creepy. I'm scared of spiders. So I just thought, I'm, not, I'm telling you, that affected my life. So I was powerless when it came to a spider. And in many situations, so there's things I just wouldn't do. I wouldn't even sit in a park bench in case there was a spider. You know, like I was so scared of even the presence of a spider that it really affected my life and how I lived it. And when I, I actually read The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz, Mm-hmm. And it challenges kind of how we think about life and, and our belief. 
And when I challenged a belief about myself and really sat down and thought about it and mentally worked through it, I began to realize that it was a belief that I chose and then I had the power to change it. Mm-hmm. Now, it wasn't an overnight thing, but gradually over the years, I have been able to lose my fear of spiders and actually have them around me in the house and have them even touch my hand, really? which I will tell you that most people that know me think that's a, a miracle in itself. So yeah. that's what I mean about empowerment, that we can choose to take back our power in a certain situation, but it does require a little bit of self-reflection and it does require a little bit of work to really discover why do I feel like that? Like, like that? Why have I given my power away in this situation? Mm-hmm. And how? change it and what do you need to do yeah i mean it's come up plenty of times you know you're not born with these fears i think you're born with two fears the the fear of um loud noises and falling the rest is all learned from your family environment friends through no fault of their own they're trying to do the best thing with the the tools they've been given but if you know that it's all learned then you can unlearn it Exactly. Um, I recently read an article titled 15 Ways to Empower Others and I thought we could discuss each of those. Um, I purposely didn't write down the article explanations. I thought we could come up with our... Some of them may not be as good as others, but we'll we'll see how far we go. So the first one is smile. So obvious. I mean, I grew up in a small town where every time you walk past somebody, you smiled at them. Exactly. And and I think it's lovely. I think it's nice to to, to do that. Obviously, if you're in a big town, you're not going to be smiling at everybody that walks past. (laughs) You might get crazy looks. But I've tried it. I've I've done it um, intentionally, actually, not that long ago. And and whenever somebody smiles back at it, it just feels really nice. And you don't know... what that other person maybe they don't even speak to one person that whole day and you're the only person that smiles at them and it just lights them up exactly but it, it softens you within your body when you smile regardless of the effect on someone else mm-hmm. so it's actually almost selfless because it's going to make you feel good yeah. when you smile at another individual you allow them to feel safe in whatever the situation is that they're in so if you're again if you're looking to empower someone if you just smile they feel safe they trust you and they can relax a little bit relax their defenses and be a little more of themselves Mm -hmm. instead of feeling like they've got to be in some way defensive or put on an act you know so it's such a simple and beautiful way to relax any tension in any situation and just to make you feel good yeah exactly um number two is be positive now easy to say but sometimes difficult to do because you know yeah. life life is so fast-paced and you have a knee-jerk reaction when something annoys you you're like mm, negative 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 negativity brings people together everybody likes a good moan or do they mm-hmm. <laughs> um but it's about i think taking a moment to decide how you want to turn up and when you set that intention first thing in the morning you can't have amazing consequences and I was talking recently on a show about intention setting throughout the day in sections so whenever you go to do a new task or meet a new person say this is going to go really well I'm going to enjoy it and visualize happiness and positivity throughout it yeah yeah and I love that that we again another power that we have is to manifest you know, our, our life basically, but we can manifest every experience. And you know yourself, if you go out of the house in bad form and say you're driving, people cut you up, you, you know, you're starting to have a really bad day and you're just expecting it and so it happens. And when you change that and you're in a good mood, it's like, oh, look at those people letting me out. Oh, this is so nice and sunshining. And we have a lovely day because our, our attitude is different and we see more positive things because we're in a positive mindset. Mm-hmm. However, being positive 
it's it's used a lot and I feel like there's a lot of falseness with it yeah. because we also know we've got our affirmations like I am strong, I am fearless, whatever is your affirmation. And those are brilliant. But if you do not believe that about yourself, mm-hmm. then you're lying to yourself and then you continue to distrust yourself mm-hmm. even deeper. Yeah. And so if you're trying to say, I am good enough, if your belief is that you're not good enough, I am good enough. No, but you're not really. Mm-hmm. But I am good enough and you're not really. And so then you do something and it goes wrong. You go, see, you're not good enough. See, I told you. Mm-hmm. And so then, do you know, so instead of saying something that we actually don't believe, that positivity has to be believable for us. Still positive. So you can say something negative in a positive way. Like, I know that I can't do this activity yet however I am going to practice until I can and then the next day it'll be like I am learning to do this better and I am getting better at doing whatever it is you know so you're instead of just saying oh I can't do this Mm -hmm. you know we're we're giving ourselves that again empowerment Mm -hmm. to know that okay maybe not but I'm going to keep trying yeah and I think whenever you do your affirmations it's about trying to feel the emotion behind it once you like words don't mean anything until you assign that emotion so if you can feel oh yeah I can do this I can and it feels exciting and I and I have up leveled and I'm learning new things and this is how it feels this is this is what I want you know that kind of if you can assign that emotion to it you can be a little bit more positive about it Mm-hmm. Totally. Hey there, Karen here with a little interlude mid-show. Today's show is also brought to you by a fresh new sponsor, Mrs. Organics. Mrs. Organics is a brand that has created some wonderful organic products for your skin. What we put on our skin is just as important as what we put in our mouths. Carol, the brand creator, has a whole host of different products for men and women. Personally, I'm getting stuck into the sleep band because we often need help in that department. So hop on over to mrsorganics.com and use the discount code KAREN10OFF at checkout and go and treat yourself today. And again, check out the show notes for details. Uh, and then the next one on the list is challenge others. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I think this is about having a, an accountability partner. So if you do want to do something, yeah. get somebody who is going to turn up for you and say, so how are you getting on? Have you done that yet? And how far along are you? It's difficult to find that person, I think, like a mentor maybe. But you Do you know that you're talking to a health coach and that's literally my job? <laughs> <laughs> you are Miss Accountability Partner. <laughs> yeah, that's literally the most important thing for a health coach to do. I mean, apart from all the advice and guidance that we can offer, um, literally it's the accountability because we are very good at showing up for other people and doing stuff for other people, but we're not so good at doing stuff for ourselves. So if we then have to show up for someone else, then we can essentially do something for ourselves by showing up for someone else. So it's kind of like a, a selfless act by seeing a health coach because you're getting your you're getting your um, goals achieved by being accountable to someone else. So if you know that accountability is something that you struggle with, then yes, absolutely, that's what you need to do. Mm -hmm. Mutually beneficial. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then the next one on the list is encourage creation. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of people think, oh, I'm not creative. But what does creative (laughs) mean? You know, it could be anything. Exactly. But like if you are... 
um, a chef or if you're a cook in a school or if you are a teacher or in whatever role in the world that you play, a mom at home, we are always creating, mm-hmm. always. So if I have a new idea, that's a creation. Just because I'm not an artist or a potter or um, a musical singer, mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't mean that I'm not being creative. So I know when I create a new dinner, and I'm super excited about that, that I've I've achieved creativity. And what I know with my clients is when they become creative in whatever it is that they are passionate about. So regardless of, like, well, I have one that, who loves origami. Yeah. And as soon as she does that, that's like her meditation. She feels peace. She feels relaxed. And then in giving herself that time to be creative, then she can achieve more in her life in general. Yeah. So... Yes, definitely finding ways that we can be creative helps us feel alive. I think it's good for the soul and the brain if it's not technology-based sometimes as well. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Talking to somebody who's all technology-based. <laughs> yes, yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but like I used to I used to be much more creative. I used to draw, I used to paint, and now I'm kind of like, oh, I can't be bothered with the mess, but that's a really bad attitude. <laughs> yeah, well, you can draw and paint on your iPad and you'll still get the True. Nice and, nice and tidy yeah. yeah and then the next thing on the list is share ideas mm-hmm. this I think this comes along with the accountability thing as well so if you share I'm gonna do such and such if everybody knows about it then that's your accountability out there <laughs> yeah exactly um but also like even when you think of when we get together and we're always sharing ideas on what we do next and how we can serve others Mm -hmm. and just by bouncing the ideas off each other helps us to go oh that is a great idea and I'm going to maybe take that into my business or into the next thing that I do you know and then also by sharing if I share an idea with you go yes we could do that however we could also do this and then that idea starts to grow the creativity grows and therefore we are becoming more empowered again just by because we might not have all the answers and the person that you are going to share your idea with might be the other piece of the jigsaw who's going to bring another idea to the table when you put those together you're going to have an amazing concept yeah, I think people are almost scared sometimes that people are going to steal their ideas. <laughs> well, there's that, yeah, that and that and that happens, and it's sad. But um, ultimately, whatever it is, if it's in service of others, then as long as it kind of gets out into the world, that's maybe the exactly. Most I think it's about having the view that we're not in competition with each other. We all have a unique yeah. voice and a new, and a exactly. unique way of telling that story. So yeah, no, yeah. no competition. And then that comes hand in hand with the next one, which is teach. My favorite. <laughs> I love to teach be be that through the guests that I have on the podcast or just if I know something a wee bit more than the next person I, I just love that feeling of um, facilitating learning rather than just doing something for somebody you know encouraging yeah. people to go out and do their own thing yeah and teaching doesn't necessarily mean standing up in front of a group and, no. and talking like teaching is just sharing our experiences that are going to help someone else you know so I know that I have studied and worked very hard in all of the areas that I currently coach in um, and I know that I can help people in that area but when I talk to them they then explain their life experiences or maybe something they've read and that will then teach me mm-hmm. you know so even the teacher is always learning you know um, so yeah if you if you can actually impart your wisdom, you then realize that you have knowledge yeah. and that empowers you. Yeah. The teacher can then become the teachee. Is that a word? Yeah. <laughs> a teachee, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
we'll, uh, we'll go with it anyway. <laughs> um, number nine on the list is participate. This this is a good one because it's very easy, I think, to become insular and kind of mm-hmm. be stuck in your own wee world. But when you go and do something new or go to an event or a meetup and you meet new people, it is exhilarating um, and you don't realize it until you do it. <laughs> yeah. And you see, when I went on that teacher training for the yoga. Yes. I scared of being in a big group of women, you know, because we all know what women can be like sometimes. (laughs) And and it was easy. And quite often I would be the person to sit on the sidelines or I would have been in the path to sit on the sidelines and not participate, you know, because I think that they think that blah, 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 blah. All stories, all stories. (laughs) Self-locked down and powerless. And I'm giving away my power to other people because of a perception that I have of perhaps something that happened in my past. This time I just allowed myself to be open and free and participate fully, 100% within this group. And it paid off more than I could ever imagine, not just with friendship and love, but learning and growth and um, because we all participated equally, then we were able to learn so much from each other because, like you're saying before, everyone is individual and everyone has their own individual way, let's say, of teaching and mm-hmm. of growing and expanding. And so then we can learn from each other and go, oh, that's a really great way. Mm-hmm. You know, so... Yeah. yeah, I think sometimes you just simply have to let go <laughs> Yeah. of being uptight or worrying yeah. about what people think. Um you know, everybody's just winging it and trying to turn up as their best selves. So just go with it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, number 11 is mobilize. I'm not sure what they mean by this one, but I take it just building in some sort of movement. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, at the minute, my neighbors um, were all in discussion about an issue that we're having with our um, houses. Yeah. And they all got together last night. And they decided, okay, this is what we need to do. And so they mobilized. So they were able to decide what needed to be done, who was going to do what, which empowered each person to have a role instead of just one person leading and everyone else just going along and not being part of it. Because you know yourself, when when anything that needs to be done, if one person takes the lead, everyone else kind of loses interest. And it's like, that's not really anything to do with me. But whenever we kind of mobilize as a group, um, however big or small that will be, then we all feel empowered. We all feel like we have a duty and a responsibility to, to act on whatever it is that needs to be done. Mm-hmm. And in our current day and age, this is really where things should be. Because if you look at Europe, if something goes wrong in Europe, and I'm very afraid with France, mm-hmm. everyone takes to the streets and they all will you know, rally and, and get their point across. Whereas in the UK, we're very much, oh, well, that's a terrible shame. And we don't really do anything and we'll just curse and bitch about it in our offices and whatever. We're not actually doing anything about it. Mm-hmm. So mobilising is empowerment. And through, I think, the way that our society has gone in the West, we think that we are powerless as people. And we don't realise that we are the people that have the power. And that if only we could realize and awaken our own individual power, then we could empower each other and we could then mobilize and empower a whole nation to stand up and say, this is what we want. For example, in Northern Ireland, we would like a government to represent us, please. (laughs) But yeah, we find that very difficult to mobilize as um, a country and actually to do that because we feel powerless. We feel like, what's the point? But when we all do it, if every single person didn't think that if every single person thought 
I have the power myself to make a difference. And every single person thought that we would be powerful beyond reckoning. Yeah. Oh, powerful words. Trina yeah. for the Prime Minister. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, says she. <laughs> Yes, sorry, I got a bit carried away there. <laughs> no, it's a, no, brilliant, awesome words. Um, you, you spoke with true passion there, um, and hopefully that will inspire others to maybe just make a few changes, and who knows what can be achieved. Yeah. Um, I skipped over one there. I forgot travel. Very important. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish I did a lot more travel. Uh, I love <laughs> just experiencing new cultures, and that's actually when I get creative. I get the camera out, and I like to take all my artistic photographs. Um, but it's just good for the soul, isn't it? To just get some heat, get some culture, get some new food, <laughs> yeah, and get new perspective on life. You know, I, I'm not quite sure how it fits into empowerment. You know, I think it definitely mm. fits into growth, but. Yeah. Um, and self-growth which will then empower you but just traveling just allows us to open up beyond our kind of small world that we currently live in you know there's a lot of people in America that don't have passports and have never left their own state because America is so big you know but it means that they're very insular and they don't realize that life is different outside of where they are and if we want to make changes then perhaps we need examples from other civilizations that can then inspire us which will then help mobilize us to change perhaps um empowerment would come in if you're a solo traveler it's very empowering to go out there on your own especially as a woman Um, yeah i remember when i was backpacking we met one girl who was on her own and i was just like whoa i can't believe you're doing this on your own but it really forced her in a good way to branch out talk to new people whereas if you were traveling with friends you might not have done that as much right well there's a my sister's friend um just left last week to go to the region of France that I would um, stay in quite a lot. Mm-hmm. So I was giving her tips and um, contacts on where to stay and what to do. And I really like to be organized. And um, she was like, oh, it'll be fine. It'll work out. And of course, then all the places I'd suggested were full up. So I was really, really worried for her. Mm-hmm. But she chose to travel alone and just trust that everything would be okay. And you know what? She had a very different experience than I've ever had. Yeah. having lived there for years. Yeah experience so many more things by just trusting and traveling alone and and doing whatever she needed to do on her own to get where she needed to go and I'm actually quite jealous so clearly <laughs> did become empowered and I think she was scared too but she felt like she needed to do that so yes she definitely was empowered yeah but I follow um, a family on Instagram called World Towning and it's a husband and wife and their two kids and they just travel for a living and it's just <laughs> an amazing story yeah, yeah they, it's not, and it's not like they're rich or anything they they do lots of <laughs> blogs and video blogs and um they help other people travel and have a whole community but there's just a fascinating one of these fascinating stories to watch on instagram you know it's not the waste of, waste waste of your time looking at there they, they go to all these different countries and they were in ireland and it's really cool to see places that you've been and it's just amazing what you can do if you really wanted to do it you could do that I don't know if I would like to live in a what do they call it a UV from a whole life but it works for them um and then the next one on the list is this is one of my favorites because I'm always yammering on about it uh but whether I do it or not I'll let you answer that live outside your comfort zone yeah Yeah. wouldn't we all like to think we do but do we no well we totally don't and you know what I know in my old job before I had my child and changed my life and my career, mm-hmm. I just went in like Monday to Friday, nine to five, didn't care, it wasn't my company, I didn't care, you know, and just 
never really wanted to try anything different and just was plodding along. And that was life and it was an existence. But it was no life comparison to what I'm living now. Yeah. And I am way beyond my comfort zone in so many, so many experiences. Um, even recently, I started climbing at Boulder World with my son because he goes every week. I thought, well, I might as well try this. Yeah. One of the girls in my yoga course has an amazing body in her mid 50s. So I was like, well, I want that. I can start <laughs> climbing. But I'm like, unbeknown to me just slightly scared of height maybe it's the falling like we talked about earlier yes natural fear it's all good <laughs> yeah and so I got like as far as I felt it was comfortable and I was like right if I fell from here it would probably still be okay and then my son said no mommy you have to touch the top mm-hmm. and I said oh I think I'm okay here and we were scared actually and he said no mommy you always tell me to be fearless yeah so keep going and I went damn it I love it <laughs> Damn it, that stuff I taught him is coming back to me. I know, so, but he was right. And I pushed up the extra few climbs that it took to get to the top. And it was terrifying and exhilarating simultaneously. And when I reached the top, I realized I can do anything. Yeah. I really can. If I just push myself beyond what's comfortable but still safe, I can do anything. And that taught me so much about my current life. So that whenever I took my very first yoga class, I knew I could do it. It was going to be a little bit scary, but it was going to feel really great. And it was, and it's so rewarding every time I teach a class because I know I've imparted, you know, help and wisdom onto people and they're going to benefit. And so I feel good. So, yeah, outside the comfort zone can be really scary, but then life is forever just so much better. Yeah, we all know that the growth and the excitement is on the other side of it. If you live a vanilla life, then you're just not going to feel any ups and downs you need yeah, and like sure. you said you did that one thing and then you wanted to do more and then more and yeah. then more and who knows yeah. what can evolve from that so yeah everybody out there today go and do something that's outside your comfort zone that could be yeah. pick up a spider yeah but maybe really current hopefully yes exactly put it back down again yeah gently yes gently, gently. <laughs> and then number 13 on the list we have make connections well that's a bit similar to um what was the other one do things together yeah but reaching out like i mean instagram has been my favorite thing for making connections with people that come on this podcast without instagram i don't know how i would have spoken to the amount of people all over the world over the last 70 odd episodes yeah that is that's really good yeah um yeah for me i'm as less technologically minded as you but i know because of the the career that I've chosen quite often I'm at home alone so connecting with other people is really important I have a my own health coach I coach him he coaches me Mm -hmm. Um, I connect with him every week and that is really significantly important for both of us for our life and we notice if we miss a week then it's not such a good week Mm -hmm. and we're not as empowered that week and we don't do as much as we might have done had we connected but making connections then outside it's again moving beyond your comfort zone. It's yeah. kind of like, that feels uncomfortable. And I like to make physical connections because I'm a very sociable person, but I also find that really difficult. Like, mm. well, where will I go to make new connections? Mm. But each, each thing that I do as I progress in life opens up new opportunities. So, for example, now with the yoga teaching, mm. I'm in different venues, meeting different people, and again, making more connections. And yeah. so it helps my circle and my life to grow exponentially yet again and helps me to make connections that will either benefit me or I can benefit them, you know, which is a really lovely yet again, us all being connected and one. 
Yeah, perfect. Oh, lovely story. <laughs> and then two more to go. Number 14, uh, pay it forward. I'm not mm-hmm. very good at this, I don't think. I, I always wanted to be that person that went in and bought a coffee for the person coming behind me, but I haven't managed to do it yet. Yeah, I think I've done it. I've done stuff like that a few times. Um, I remember even paying someone's parking ticket in France, this like little couple, you know, and oh. um, and so I don't even think we talked about it. I just put the money in the machine because they were struggling to get their coins out or whatever. And I just, and I know that that it, it makes you feel good, it makes them feel good. Um, yeah, but I think that in an empowerment way, it's, mm. it's more like um, actually trying to help someone to come from where you've come from. You know, so maybe that you can give someone that step up, you know. So, for example, the people that have given me classes for yoga, you know, they're helping to empower me in that area of my career, which I'm forever grateful for. So they have paid it forward to me by allowing me to teach and give me the space to grow. You know, so I think in an empowering way, it's that kind of paying it forward, giving someone an opportunity that you know, that you got or you would have liked or whatever. You may find that we are actually doing it more than we even think. It's just because we thought about it specifically as paying it forward. Probably, you know, like quite often, you know, if I find someone's really having a hard time, I'll give them free coaching Mm. uh, or I will, you know, allow them to do the program, maybe at a reduced rate if they're really struggling, you know, because for me, it doesn't matter about the money. It's about helping someone, you know. So I guess, yes, I am because I needed the help back you know, when I needed to make changes in my life and I received it, you know, so yeah, I I'm sure we probably do do it and we just, yeah, aren't yeah. aware of that concept. You're here to serve, Trina. Yeah, for 100%, 100%. And then the very last one, this is right up your street, trust the karma. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know I, what to say about that one. <laughs> I know, I just find it empowers us, but yes, I do, I I trust that what you put will come back to you. Um, And I have seen that evidence over and over again in my life. So like I say, when you're having that bad day Mm. and you started off bad and you're in a crappy mood, it's coming back at you. So that's why you see people cutting you up and Mm -hmm. people doing this and that. And, you know, it's a miserable day. And you see all that because you're putting it out, it's coming back. And when you're in good form, the sun is shining and it is an awesome day and everybody's lovely Mm -hmm. because you're putting it out and it's coming back. So, yes, I do. I do trust the karma. Um, But as regards to how it empowers you, well, I guess if you become aware of what you're putting out, Mm -hmm. when I come back then that can empower you to know that when I do this my day yeah yeah so you have the power within you to create whatever it is that you want to show up and even when you get angry and annoyed at things just take a few moments out to work through it instead of taking that out on someone else and we are very good in this world of taking it out on the people closest to us Mm. we're the people that have to live with them why would you take it out on them (laughs) so (laughs) You know, if you want your day to be really bad, take your stuff out on someone else. Yeah. You know, but if you want to empower yourself to have a good day, then deal with your own stuff at the time. Mm-hmm. Let it go and then put out what you want to receive. It's a good list to sort of look over before you start your day. 
So we've got smile, be positive, give genuine compliments, challenge others, encourage creation, do things together, share ideas, teach, participate, travel, mobilize, live outside your comfort zone, make connections, pay it forward and trust the karma. That is your daily task for today. <laughs> yeah, that's quite a lot. You know, I would say if there are very a lot of people that are living in service, you know, um, and we would just do that naturally. Yeah. But I would maybe pick one mm-hmm. and see. And for me, I think that the, the positive mindset is uh, is a good one to start with because if you can change how you look at a situation and just try and find a positive way even in a negative situation then you're just going to start lifting up your power within which will then when someone else sees you doing that then they go oh if they can do that I can do that yeah you know and start to change how we see life you know so that I would just start with one <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not so optimistic <laughs> I would um, know that I could achieve one and that would be how I would put it there may be 15 on this list but I know that I will be able to achieve number three today and I will work perfect um you maybe remember this question from last time and you've maybe answered it with um the way you answered that last bit but um if you could give our listeners one final thought on another Trina Trina nugget to incorporate into their lives in order to build that better body what would that be today yeah well I, I don't remember our um last podcast exactly as to what I said but what I know and it's really important for me so it probably is the same yeah. is to learn to listen to yourself yeah learn to trust yourself and learn to love yourself put yourself first there is no selfishness in that that is the most important thing that you can do for yourself put yourself first and start to learn listen love and when you do that you're going to empower yourself you're going to lift yourself out of powerlessness and become a powerful person which then can ripple effect other people and help other people and make a genuine and worthwhile contribution on this planet. So I think it's our duty to start to do that. Brilliant. Absolutely perfectly put. I love it. And now, so where is the best place, Trina, for people to catch up with you on the web now because you've got a name change? (laughs) Yeah, well, you can find me on Facebook, Trina Trishis, the health coach. You can Mm -hmm. find me on Instagram, Trina Trishis. And you can find me on my website, trinatricious.com. Um, yeah, and I'm based in Temple Patrick. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you can find out what I'm doing on Facebook or Instagram. And I do look forward to um, hearing from you. Yeah, awesome. Um, I will obviously put that in the show notes as I always do. Um, but thank you so much, Trina, for talking to me today. As always, you are a star. Thank you so much as always for listening guys. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you have any questions, send them along to info at karmaclintock.co.uk and if you want to support the show, you can head on over to karmaclintock.co.uk forward slash support and it would be awesome if you could leave me an iTunes review as well. Thank you.